Welcome to Young and Finch, the podcast created by Korean millennials. Today, we're talking about our experiences with Korean and Canadian culture. Growing up in Canada. For you guys, how would you break yourselves up in terms of percentage Korean versus percentage Canadian? And it's hard to say because obviously physically we're full Korean, right? But I guess internally, the way we think, the types of values that we've adopted in terms of ratio. I would say it's not even just being Korean or Canadian, just conservative mindset in terms of... Political? No, not politically, but... Like lifestyle? Like, yeah, lifestyle, how I was brought up, meeting people meaning people of your own race which is a bit racist yeah, but that's but all, more preference that's all part of the korean like right. that's kind of the korean right upbringing right so to your point i think it's more korean yeah in terms of like mindsets of western not even canadian just yeah. like western parts of the world it's more like to be honest nowadays though even korea adopted a little bit of western oh definitely culture right yeah. like now they're not as close-minded yeah for in sure. terms of like hooking up right Whereas, like, maybe 10 or 15 years ago... When you say hooking up, can you elaborate what you mean by... Just, like, up? meeting someone at a club and, like, hooking up, like, maybe... Like, casual? Yeah, casual. Yeah, like, yeah. even, like, Koreans now nowadays do it a lot more. Yeah. And it's more accepted. And it used to be very taboo. Yeah. Like, yeah. maybe, like, even 10 years ago, it used to be, like, super taboo. But now it's, like, they're more open-minded, which I like, think it's... Or even, like, K-pop. They're, you know, showing more cleavage. What? what? Cleavage? <laughs> cleavage. Cleavage. Cleavage Brown? Ass, hey, you know. Peter. <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyways, I think just overall though, yeah, overall. I would say I'm more Korean in terms of mindset. Yeah. yeah. Um, I adapt like a Korean person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think like again, maybe eight years ago, I wasn't as open-minded, but like how the culture is changing throughout the world, not even just the Western society, it's just in general, right? So what's the ratio? To be honest, I think it'd be like. 80 to 20. I was going to say that. Yeah, I was going to say, when I, when I see Andrew, I think 80 to 20. Yeah. I would say 80 to 20. How what about you? I'd say I'm like 60% Korean, 40% Canadian. Yeah. What do you guys think? Is I can see that. Yeah. 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 Because you're still, I think like you're still pretty Korean. Yeah. Yeah. But you're definitely more open-minded than Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I right. agree. Like for me, meeting someone in a serious relationship, yeah. I think preferably Korean True. for me because... It's not, it might sound like gotta keep the Korean blood uh, like alive and all that shit. But like elitist. In the back of my mind, it's kind of there. I want to keep the the Korean pure. <laughs> the pure blood. Yeah, pure pure Korean blood. I think you just generally get along better with Korean girls. That 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 might be a factor too. Or Korean people in general. Yeah, I yeah. think I just get along with. Well, to be honest, I mean Korean people that grew up in either America or Canada, I get along better. Not even just like straight fresh off the boat right but people that grew up where in the in the similar environment like the 1.5 gen yeah like the 1.5 gen i get along the best because like growing up in church right like josh and brian can attest to this but i can't get along well with like the people that were born here and kind of adopted the white culture and they're more in term they're more like second gen like the super whitewash yeah like super whitewash the jokes just doesn't resonate with me at the same time, the people that came straight from Korea, I can't relate with them yeah. or get along with them because they're, the same reason. They're say, too Korean. Yeah, they're too Korean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
for me, I'd just like to mix it up. You know, I would actually say you're, when I see Andrew, I think you're actually closer to like 30, 70. I think yeah. I really think that you would be heavy on the Korean side. The more I think about it and the more I get to know you, it's like the way you think is actually pretty Canadian too. It's pretty like I think there's specific right? mind parts of my mind, I guess, yeah. where it's Canadian. So like, for instance, I'm more open-minded to like hookups. I'm okay. <laughs> like I'm okay with it. Like I don't personally. Like, yeah, you're I'm okay open to it. Yeah, I'm open to it, right? Yeah. But the Korean aspect comes from like the conservative side where it's like, you know, family values, being frugal, yeah, meeting people of your own culture, race, right. kind of thing, and like, like valuing that, right? And valuing that, yeah, right? yeah. And it's kind of continuing, keeping the tradition alive, yeah, right. But I think the Canadian aspect is more so of people that are similar to me, where it's like, I, I get along better with people that are Korean Canadian or Korean American. They still hold their Korean values, but grew up in the Western society. Yeah. I would say I would say I'm probably definitely heavier on the 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 Western mindset, Canadian side. I'd probably say like 70, 30, 70 Canadian, 30 Korean. Uh, I like to think I'm still a little bit connected with my Korean culture, but because I still I still find value in in being connected with with our heritage, um, and obviously our societal values. I think Korea is very heavy on like social hierarchy and status and age and the yeah. the structure is very important in korea right and i think that's mm-hmm. it's important to respect that I, even if i don't agree with it if i'm in korea or if i'm talking with like korean elders of course i'll, I'll still respect that right. yeah just to fill everyone in if you guys missed our first episode josh grew up here in canada he was born and raised andrew came to canada when he was six and i came here when i was in grade three so is that eight or nine? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and also Koreans are very superficial, like super, super superficial. Yeah. Where they care a lot about outside appearances. And it's not even to people, but to like buildings, to hospitals. Like one time I went to Korea, right? And their hospitals from the outside, and I'm sure like all their facilities inside was top notch. But it's like they're marketing that, how nice their hospitals are and yeah. whatnot. And, like, you kind of grow up with that where, you know, there's a lot of superficial factors that guide you. Yeah. Or for me, actually, personally, yeah, where sure. you judge based on the book cover where when you shouldn't. But yeah. it's, like, it's just natural when you grow up uh, at, like for it, right? And yeah. I'm sure, like, a lot of Korean, not even just Koreans, but Asian parents kind of tell you to meet people of your own race. I mean, I can't, I can't say for other cultures, but I think that's especially strong for Koreans. Yeah. Like the one thing I've experienced with kind of growing up in Canada and then kind of acclimating to the Korean culture later on in life, like during high school and university, one thing I found was Koreans are very elitist. And that was one thing that really kind of pushed me away from connecting with more so like the very Korean Korean Koreans, like the ones fresh off the boat, because they're very, you know, they they really don't want to integrate or get to know or meet other people yeah. of different backgrounds or different like social groups they're very to themselves and I, I think a lot of people even if you have korean friends you'll know that like they hang out with a lot of korean people only exclusively yeah and that's part of the culture but i think that's part one part of the culture i don't really agree with and i think a lot of now nowadays right there's a lot of k-pop that's popping out which is purely i would say 80 percent looks too yeah i'm sure there's talent too but like the first thing you see is looks k-dramas mm-hmm. people think koreans are a certain by, level yeah a certain level right 
that kind of has a factor too. It's like they're known to dress well, yeah. kind of thing. That kind of plays a part to how our like views on the way we think and how we're influenced by it. And to be honest, you could kind of use that to your advantage at the same time. There's cases where in clubs, it's like people ask me, like the first or second question would be like, "Are you Korean?" Yeah. Right? And then you kind of use that to your advantage, right? To like kind of sway them, because there is that stigma where any person watching Korean drama, K-pop, would kind of have that bias about Koreans, which is a good thing. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like not all Koreans are like that kind of thing. I don't even know where that really came from. Did that really come from like Korea, a K-pop, and like K-drama, like that? That kind of oh, you're a Kore- you're Korean, and then like I, I would say so instant like yeah. intrigue and attention. I would say so. I'm not saying that's bad, but I think it puts a lot of it's bad on reality because not all Koreans are like that. Expectation. Yeah, expectations. Yeah. yeah, sorry, that's the word. The thing is, you'll never get that reaction with Canadians, right? Right. Like if you go right. to Europe and you say I'm Canadian, they're like, "Oh, you're Canadian." Yeah, yeah. But if you say you're Korean, you know, you might, the you reaction might, might be a little like, different. Yeah. What was it like for you guys growing up as Koreans in Canada, in terms of, I guess, adjusting to the culture? So, like I said, I came here when I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. And of at that point, my, both of my parents were in their mid thirties and pretty much spent their whole life in Korea before immigrating to Canada. So, I had I guess I had no choice but to be raised in a Korean culture and mentality. Right. But I think uh, when you're about eight, eight years old or around that ballpark, you're very flexible in terms of what you learn and like what you take in and how things influence you right right so when i first came to canada i was actually able to get along with the majority of my friends whether they were asians or caucasians um, or black or whatever but the interesting thing is my sister who's only three years older than me um, who was in middle school like grade six when we first came to canada yeah she was already associating herself with only koreans from what i remember Mm interesting yeah so she was already watching a lot more you know korean shows hanging out with only other you know i guess what you can call fobs fresh off the boat and uh she just had more integration to the korean culture already you know at these stages of her lives but at home you know of course both of us were raised in a korean lifestyle korean values which was which came from our parents yeah so it was it was was, did you feel that difference like actually though like at that age whereas for you it's like you were like no i yeah no not really i don't think it really bothered me i think i was pretty content with just hanging out with other you know ethnic groups too i didn't necessarily have to hang out with koreans yeah i think just looking back i was generally happy and whatever but i think at that age you're too young to know anything yeah, you don't even you can see race at that point. Yeah. 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 It's like I'm came to Canada, I immigrated here, like everything is brand new, so I guess for some people that might be a little scary and like intimidating, but for me, like I had like it was easy for me to just kind of transition into the into the lifestyle here. Yeah. Okay. So then that carried on and then what about in high school and and after that? So I think the first time that I noticed that there was a culture difference was probably when I got into university. And that's when I had like my first moment of identity issue. Right. So 
from my adolescent years until all the way until high school, I generally felt accepted and never had any doubts or, you know, had any effect on my self-esteem because I was Korean. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a huge reason for that was, although I was living in Toronto, I was more or less surrounded by other Asians. Right. And I also lived in a neighborhood that was mostly Asians or other ethnic groups who were all in a similar boat in terms of how they immigrated to Canada. Mm. And because of that, in grade 11 and beginning of grade 11 and grade 12, I started associating myself more with Asians than other race. I mean, I was okay. I was cool with other non-Asians, but I think I started to feel generally more comfortable with being around Asian people at the end of my high school years. But uh, once I got to university, it was the first time in my life that I was surrounded by mainly Caucasian people. You know, my resident, my classes. Yeah, it was just, I guess it's what Josh said, like just growing up in a small white town. It was just kind of like that. Everyone was white, I guess. But anyways, coming back, bit of a culture shock at that point in my career. You know, there's all these wild parties, all these crazy ratchet shit. Alcohol, <laughs> drugs. Did you did you attend any? I did. I had to because I lived in residence. It was just like a whole new world. Because I, I was just like a total like innocent kid in high school. Oh? And then to see all that shit in, in my first year. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you guys were when you first got to university. But that shit was, that shit was crazy. Nah, we didn't party like that. I don't think. Drank with a lot of Korean people though, for sure. Yeah, so I I really couldn't relate much to those kind of things because I never really experienced that during my high school days. <laughs> it's true. It's like I never went to like house parties and things like that. And I think that's that's rarely like a Korean thing. You don't really get invited to house parties. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe you guys did, but I certainly didn't. Even at that point, it was just unnatural and hard for me to just connect with some of the people there. Did you have like a did you have a main buddy? Like a main yeah. go-to group. So because of that, I actually became more reliant on meeting other Koreans at that university. So I had like my little Korean circle. But I guess it's what Josh said before I became sort of a elitist. Is that the right word? Like you only surrounded yourself with Korean people. Exactly. exactly. Almost not even by, by like active choice. It's like by default, right? Naturally. Yeah. 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 So yeah, and then I spent the majority of my university years, I guess, associating myself with Koreans and I guess I didn't really venture off and I wasn't, I guess I took that situation as a disadvantage rather than like figuring out ways to just kind of get over that hump. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And what about now? I think, like I said, I'm I'm about like 60% Korean, 40% Canadian. So I, I yeah. still don't, I feel like I still don't fully understand the Canadian culture. Yeah, yeah. So I guess in some aspect, I still ha- do have that identity crisis, but I'm certainly more accepting and just kind of know how to maneuver, even with those thoughts in mind. Right. Whether I meet a Korean person or whether I meet a non-Korean person, I don't judge them or I don't. Yeah, I guess I don't judge them because of their ethnicity. I'd rather just kind of talk to that person and, and kind of see what they're about and what they value. Yeah. So 
before maybe if they were korean i would automatically like be like oh like you're korean i'm korean like let's be friends yeah but like nowadays if i meet a korean person who has crappy influence or that that doesn't seem very beneficial to my life then uh, i would rather not you know associate myself with that person even though they may be korean right versus if it was like a caucasian person with similar values and similar mindset so i guess you know that race car doesn't really matter play much yeah matter as much anymore right now that i guess i have different priorities in my life before i guess when you're in university you just want to feel accepted like you just want to feel like you belong right in some kind of group yeah or whatever but now that i'm growing up like you realize how you know trivial those things can sometimes be and you just honestly need a few friends that that you can you know trust like i think in terms of friendship it's better to have quality friends rather than quantity always friends. always i think to brian's point growing up as with a certain ethnicity has some influence on the type of values you look for in like other people yeah so someone's that's that might be caucasians values might be different from someone that's you know for me korean with my like values right like, i think the one thing that comes to the top of my head is the whole saving money remember how we talked about yeah like our friend being frugal yeah like us being frugal like i would save maybe like 50 percent, but like mm-hmm. our white friend would save only like 20 percent, because that's how they were brought up or something like crazy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so, sorry not crazy but like wow so i think i think that yeah i think that's why there's um it's easier to connect with someone that's that has like similar background as you yeah and then that's mm. kind of how you're influenced to kind of only meet people that you're comfortable with right right yeah i think for me before junior year i didn't really think of myself as like korean but in the back of my mind as like asian Mm -hmm. trying to fit in with other asians or trying to fit in with other people but i really adopted and accepted like being korean is is good right accepting my culture accepting my uh koreanness yeah i uh, started hanging out with more koreans in grade 11 12 and then like in u- university it's like when korean culture started getting picked up by american society right yeah. even in like league of legends oh koreans yeah. was like was big that was like league of legends was at that like in 2012 was 2012, one of the biggest yeah, yeah. games and who dominated was like koreans and low-key kind of that pride in that right and then like nowadays it's like bts K-pop, like, K-pop, yeah. like blackpink coming coming up a lot of you know western societies in europe in america and canada pick up these things and yeah that's where i'm from mm-hmm. which again i talked about earlier but you could kind of use that to your advantage yeah which is good but at the same time it could be like a poison um i think when i was growing up as like in elementary school i didn't really accept me being korean because or in asian actually i wanted to be like white because playing hockey i was the only asian kid right i felt kind of left out yeah couldn't really connect like my mom couldn't speak english because and she had a hard time communicating with the other parents there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so whenever we like obviously they were trying to be nice and make us feel welcome but it wasn't the same mm-hmm. uh even like having trying to make friends it was difficult 
I'd, I'd be like left out QQ I'd be like left out <laughs> uh, get kicked out maybe sometime and then we'd have like fights and and I would kind of doubt myself and saying is it because I'm Asian right but I think having those experiences kind of made me stronger mm-hmm. and it happens to everyone I think some point in their lives but now if I look back how the how it progressed over the years I think it's good like I feel proud to be Korean yeah. you know what I mean I think there's there's like a turning point right, right, right. where you're kind of like figuring it out and then there's a point where you just embrace it and, and, and you're like it, hey yeah. like i'm korean yeah. it's who i am yeah. and then you just kind of go with it right yeah i i experienced a lot of similar things with what andrew said because i grew up in like a predominantly white neighborhood as maybe one of the only not only asian but korean people so i grew up with with a lot of white friends and it was always that thing you know there was like there's a wong food production short about it where right where it's like i was the only asian kid so like I never really fully felt like I fit in. Uh, partially, I think it was myself, you know, like I felt like I wasn't good enough because I was Asian. You know what I mean? It's like I was never cool enough or I was never, I didn't get it enough like culturally either. Like there's a lot of things that I, I kind of felt like I missed out on. And I think I put a lot of that on my my heritage and my background. And But then when I got to university or even in high school, when I started hanging out with more Asians, it was like that other side where it's like, I'm hanging out with Korean guys and I still don't fit in. Like now I'm not Korean enough. You know what I mean? And I think that was my struggle. And then like, you know, like you guys said, there was a point where I was kind of just like, hey, like I'm Korean, but I'm also Canadian, right? And I think that's, to me, that I think now looking back, I'm able to see that that's actually like a really unique perspective because I'm able to kind of dive into the Korean culture, Korean values, but also be able to see it from like a, an open mind and a wider perspective you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i feel like one thing that a lot of korean people don't get is that full perspective of like being in a korean culture in a lot of ways i feel like you're you're very limited and you're very shut off to everything else that's going on in the world you know what i mean with other cultures like mm-hmm. other asian countries or you know the western culture i feel like you're, you're really blocked out to a lot of those things and you're really once you surround yourself with only korean people you can't help but to just be enveloped in only that, right? So I, I, I think growing up in Canada, to me, like that was like a really big privilege, I think, in terms of my, my outlook on life and whatnot. I think Canada is like, it's a very unique circumstance because yeah. we're, the, we're a country that has so many different types of ethnicities, yeah. not only Korean and like Western culture. We have like the people from like India, from, from Japan, from Italy, just from all around the world, you know yeah. what I mean? One of the nicknames for Toronto is like the mosaic. What is it? It's like a stirring pot. Yeah, a stirring pot of different cultures, right? Yeah. Like I'm sure with most most different cities, you know, there's like smaller towns, different boroughs. Yeah. But Toronto has a distinct little Italy, little Korea, yeah. little India, little Tokyo. You know, we have those things just like New York and L.A. Yeah. I think Toronto is more diverse than New York, because I think so too. I I I lived in New York and I see a lot more. You know, African-Americans, I see a lot more um, just white Americans. Mm-hmm. But in Toronto, there's literally, it's a mix, yeah. right? So Toronto is, I think, one of the most diverse places. Yeah. So what are some of like the Korean values that, that doesn't exist in a Western or like different society? I see a lot of similarities with 
american and korean culture actually Cause, really yeah because american culture where they're very prideful of their country that's true usually they would meet people of their own like race usually there's not a lot of mixed races well nowadays maybe there is a lot like conservative american yeah, conservative american true. kind of thing korea i guess but i see what you're saying what about you brian some some of the korean like cultures that i noticed yeah i think koreans are very conservative but also to the point where it's like you don't really talk back when things happen to you like let's say for example in canada when your boss or like your coworker did you wrong you know what i mean then you're you're going to go to your boss and you're going to be like oh this person did this to me but if it were if, if you're a korean family if you grew up here you're most likely just going to allow that and just kind of take it in yourself and just kind of yeah accept it you know what i mean so it's like so it's like our culture is like we grew up in korea like to not to talk back to authorities or to like your elders or things like that you know what i mean like we avoid conflict we avoid conflict yeah yeah yeah. we're not very confrontational i feel that so 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 that's like one of the big things for me it's like when i got into work like i grew up with that kind of mentality in my household so when when people are taking advantage of you like instead of you know stepping in and defending yourself you just kind of let that to happen just put your head down and keep yeah going. just put your head down yeah, and keep yeah. going just kind of accept it in a way which is like a horrible thing i think you know you have to know when to like step up and defend yourself like elder elder or not boss or not elder or not I think that's, that's definitely more of like the western perspective where it's like respect is respect yeah right? Yeah, it goes both ways. We draw the line. I but think, in Korea, yeah, it's like, it no. Nope. If, if if an elder is talking shit to you, you bite your lip yeah. and you take it. Yeah, you can't yeah. say anything bad. That's true. Although nowadays it's getting better. Yeah. But maybe like 10, 15 years ago, it used to be if the elder says something, they're right. Yeah. And you just take it in. And that's like one of the things yeah. that was hard with yeah, my, pa- with, like with my own parents too. It's like whenever they say something to you. Especially like Korean dads. Yeah, Korean dads. Oh, it's man. like, am I just supposed to just shut up and listen? So it's like, yeah, I don't know. No, it's true. It's like, no, with Korean dads, it's always like, they'll, they'll, they'll be lecturing you. They'll be saying the stuff. And yeah. You just got to sit there and be like, nee, nee, yeah. right? Like you just gotta, you just gotta be like, yes, yes, you're right. But you imagine growing up with that. And then you go to work and your boss is doing that same shit to you. Yeah. And it's like, what are you yeah. supposed to do at 100%. that point? You know? But I think that's one of those things that that itself, like the hierarchy system is one of the values I took from Korean culture that I don't always agree with but I will always respect it. You know what I mean? Like I'll always be, I'll always play according to that hierarchy. If I'm meeting a Korean person that I don't know, you know, I think that part of me is always there. If I go to like a Korean grocery store and an older gentleman is talking to me, I'll try to be as respectful as as I can. And if, you know, if he's being a little bit rude, I'll bite my tongue. I'll take it. You know what I mean? I think that that part of me is always there. One thing that happened in my life was my uncle, he would call every now and then my uncle was always kind of scary. He was always talking shit to me about how like my, how bad my Korean was. So every time he calls from Korea, my dad would be like, Josh, get on the phone. I'd be like, why? He'd be like, your uncle's calling. And I would always get like terrified. Get on the phone. I start, I start talking to him in Korean. I'm like, oh, 안녕하세요. You know, my Korean's all broken. And he's like, yo, like, why is your Korean so shit? You need to work on your Korean. He starts lecturing me. And I was like, oh my God, like I got so scared. Yeah. But I kept that like, you know, that respect. I was always like, nah, like yes, yes, you're right yeah and and i think that that just works for kareem like if i if ever i was like no like you're wrong he would he would just lose a shit on me right 
or if I did it to my dad when I was younger, right? Like I think that just creates a bigger issue. But sometimes I think biting your tongue, just kind of taking it. And then yeah. for me, what worked was like coming back with like a more respectful approach. It's like, yes, I see what you're saying, but I disagree. You know what I mean? But not in a way that's like, no, you know, I think it's like you have to kind of hear them out first. I think that's important for like Korean culture, especially older people. It's because Koreans don't want to be conflicted. Like they don't want to be rattled. Like they just don't like. I agree. Though. Actually, I hate that. I hate that about Korean. Like they culture, don't want to get heated. Yeah. Yeah. But I hate that because yeah. I I would much rather deal with the conflict yeah. and just get over with. You know, just like just deal with it. It's yeah. not personal. Yeah. And then we're good. But then it's like, and the Koreans can kind of get a little passive because of it. And then they'll remember that that yeah. you did them wrong a couple weeks ago. And then they'll treat you wrong. And but I mean, that's just how it is. There's just it all ties back to being conservative. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they don't want to get into shit. Yeah. They just want to avoid it. But I think it's just it's bad to hold it. And like you said. Yeah. They're just very to themselves. But again, like you said, it's changing, right? It is changing. Like it's it, we're definitely progressing a lot more as a culture. Well, something on the flip side is very, very prominent in Korean culture that you're like, this is amazing. And this is such a great aspect of Korean culture. So for me, I would have to say the innovation in regards to making life more easier and convenient. And like what I mean by that is like, for example, the Korean food culture. Right. Right. The Korean food culture is probably something that we've never seen anything like here in Canada and especially the delivery system. Yeah. And I guess in recent years we got something called Uber Eats, but yeah, in Sorry, Canada. What, what's Uber Eats? <laughs> Uber Eats is like a, it's like a delivery system. There's like an app where you could just go on. It's like a, it's like an Uber, but for your mouth. Sorry. <laughs> in Korea, like things like Uber Eats has been around for decades. Right, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's not even Uber Eats. It's just embedded into their services. Yeah, it's like every Korean restaurant has their own yeah. thing. You dial their number and they deliver it to you. Yes, sir. But like, but you, you can literally get anything. You can get pizza, burger, Korean food, Korean barbecue, soju, anything ordered to you like at any time. That's just that's just mind blowing. Like to get Korean barbecue with soju at four in the morning, like wherever. Like I think that's like something that doesn't exist here i guess it's very trivial but still imagine how crazy that would be if that existed here in toronto i guess also like another example was something called techbe delivery which techbe is like a delivery system for anything that you want shipped to another location on the same day so for example let's say i'm 100 kilometers north of the city and i forget to bring my laptop i can literally get my laptop sent to me through this tech best service on the same day really yeah yeah oh, i didn't know that yeah i didn't know that either i thought tech was just delivery like like amazon like amazon delivery yeah how do, how do they get your laptop no, no, but so you have to get like i guess your family right, right, to yeah. bring the things to like their facility uh, interesting it's yeah. pretty cool but i guess things like that work because korea is such a small country yeah. like geographically yeah, so i think in general koreans I guess I'm sure other countries too are, you know, always striving to make things better mm-hmm. with things like that. But I think in terms of their latest gadgets and inventions, Koreans are just on another level. Yes, sir. 
I agree. I also agree. Yeah, I think for me, when I was in elementary and before, you know, being a junior in high school, not a lot of Korean things were being popularized. Mm-hmm. But now it's like with BTS, like I said, Blackpink, all like K pop, drama, K drama, entire media culture. It's yeah. all coming. They're all popping up now. Yeah. It kind of makes me proud to be a Korean. Yeah. I think that's one. That's another big thing. Before it wasn't very exciting to say I'm Korean. Right. But now it's like, it's like they they know you're Korean exactly based on your yeah. based on what you wear, based on how you dress, based yeah. on how you look, like your hairstyle and everything. And that goes back to what you're saying. It's like it's pretty cool. It's, I think saying it's that cool. you're Korean yeah. like is it's a plus now. Yeah, it's a plus. It's now, kind yeah. of like oh, yeah. and you're Korean. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I remember before I I tell people I'm Korean. Yeah, they're like no. no they're like, yeah, where is that? Yeah. I was like, they're like, South Korea or North Korea? Yeah. Oh, that was, oh, oh my, my God. So long when they say that. Yeah. yeah. I always say North. And they're like, how'd you escape? I'm like, I'm, I'm like, actually from East. The Korean culture came a long way. But uh, you know what I heard recently on the radio? Like those Blackpink with Selena Gomez. Yeah, they're the doing song. collabs with like. Yeah. Stars, I was like, you know? yo, that's that's yeah. crazy. Oh, and BTS yeah. and Halsey. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's crazy. I mean, people, I, I asked people that's non-korean right it's like what do you think i am they're like you're, you're korean I'm like i could tell right away yeah and i never had that maybe 10 years ago right yeah i think before high school i like you guys deal with prejudice and racism of course like, now it's not as prominent now because 2020 right not as openly prominent yeah i don't get it as much now it's very you know, really? yeah what did you guys feel like i feel like i haven't noticed i mean i like i said like playing hockey right but they're racist to you? They're not racist. It's just, you feel it. It's, it's, you're not, they're not racist to you, but you don't feel like you fit in. Oh. Or yeah. actually, no, I had racist incidents too. Like what? So I was visiting a friend in his condo. Okay. And this, these white kids just came. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're trying to talk to me. And I was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I said, you'll have a good night at the end. They're mm-hmm. like, I won't because you're Asian. I was like, true. Mm-hmm. But what like, the But these, these, I had like, and then another time when I was at a club, I had this uh, young that I was with, and he was like fucked out of his mind, and he bumped into someone, right? And they're like, "Yo, like, what's up? Like, you're trying to pick a fight?" Yeah. So I was like, I-, I wasn't that drunk, so I was just like, "Yo, like, chill, let's be civil," kind of thing. And they're like, "Yo, you fucking Asians, what are you trying to do, right?" Yeah. But like, those are very ignorant people, and I, I there's no point of dealing with them. True. So I just ignore. Yeah, that's what racism is, man. Just right. A bunch so of ignorant people. those type of ignorant racism. It doesn't really rattle me. You just feel sorry for them. Yeah, you know like I, mean? I don't really care to be honest. It's yeah. like it happens. I mean, it's I like could, oh I could, my god, look at your eyes. It's so like small. And yeah, so, like, it's chinky. very. It's very. And I'm like okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Do you see everything in widescreen? <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> it's very ignorant, so I just ignore it. <laughs> it's just like, it's, man, it's like, best like, to Please educate yeah. yourself. You know. Well, I mean, growing up in a small town, I actually, you know, I'd be walking down the street to pick up some snacks, and cars would drive by, and they'd be like, "Chink." Really? Oh, really? Yeah, I got that. Yeah, oh, wow. I, I, yeah. I got. I think I got the full spectrum of. I got that, and then I got the oh something about math. It's like yeah. give it to Josh. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's good at math. True. You know, obviously. But is that, that racism or is that stereotype? But I think that stereotypes are stereotypes. There's there's stereotypes for other races too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, all of those are yeah. inherently racist. Right. They're not all offensive. True. Like so, some of them are like, oh, he's Asian. He's good working, right? Or he's like hardworking and he. It's money driven like that's not a bad thing but at the same time it definitely has negative connotations right true and it plays to a part where like i said before in elementary school when you try to find friends yeah and they you like guys don't fit in you fight and then you got like kicked out of a group it's like is it because i'm asian like it's in the back of your head yeah back of your mind right 
it might be true it might be not right so i think that's the that's plays a part of right. Chinese, yeah and well like i guess growing up in a western culture as a korean sometimes it's like is it them or is it me you know what i mean like are they limiting me right. or am right. i limiting yeah. myself yeah. right exactly. is it because i feel so isolated or you know i think that's always kind of a distinction well i had that especially like a lot growing up you know yeah internally but, but the thing is like i thought about my life if i lived in korea yeah and there's a actually youtuber he came out in this documentary in korea he's like a oh Kong, no, sorry. sorry congolese i think he's from congo yeah and he he grew up in korea and he tells me like how he gets treated like differently because he's black in korea right. and i could see like Koreans do the same thing. I'm sure, like, people living in China, like, that's not Chinese, would get the same interaction. So, yeah, I think it happens to everyone. Yeah. If they're different in the environment that they grew up in. So, I think everyone goes through it. Yeah. Yeah. I think going back to, like, the conservative idea, some of the things I have is, like, for me, it's like when I was dating someone, they had to be Korean. Like, I, I got in so much argument and fight with my parents because... I was dating a, a Chinese girl. Really? Yeah. So that's what I mean about being conservative. It's, it's so frustrating when they have their own thoughts and their own values and, and, and things like that. And me growing up in Canada, I have my own values and my own beliefs and things like that too. So there's a lot of clashes between the two values. Also in Korea, you can't move out and live with your girlfriend until you get married. That's true. And you can't have your girlfriend come over and, you know, sleep over in the same roof. Which I don't know if that's only Korean thing. That could be an Asian thing. But, yeah, just but a lot of... But as a Korean, you feel it. As a Korean, you feel it. As a Korean, my dad would whoop my ass <laughs> if I stayed at my girlfriend's place or something like that, yeah. bro. That's very, very conservative. And there was a lot of clashes that happened between me and my parents. Yeah. In, in that aspect, for sure. Was it did like circumstances like that kind of push you away? Because I feel like those are kind of things I experienced. Like back to the thing about dealing with Korean people and how like narrow-minded they were, right? Like experiencing that, like I wanted to like, I was like, I'm not going to be like that. You know what I mean? Like mm. seeing that kind of, seeing those aspects of Korean culture that I didn't agree with, it like pushed me further away from that. Mm. So like for you, when your kid comes to you and is like, hey dad, you know, I'm dating a black girl or a white girl, you know, obviously I think you would, be a lot more open-minded about that you know as a consequence almost as because of your parents right i think my parents only said those things because they're super korean and yeah. if i was to date like a like let's say a canadian girl they wouldn't be able to connect because like they don't even know how to speak english that well and yeah. things like that so I, I can kind of see where they're coming from but for me if my kid brought like an american girlfriend or something or boyfriend i'd be more inclined to like let him do whatever he wants as right. long as he's happy Cause I, I, that's what I think. That's why you were talking about being known to both culture, both Korean culture and American culture. I used to think that was like my biggest, like flaw. I used to think it was like such a bad thing for me because I don't even know hundred percent on either culture. You know what I mean? I always thought that that was a disadvantage. Yeah. But at the same time, now I realize that now that I know both cultures, it's actually better for me because I don't have to just only stick with one thing. I, I, I'm more open minded. I, I can see you know both positives and negatives in both cultures and i can kind of just use that to my advantage right yeah actually that was a common thing i heard about like 1.5 gens like koreans that came to canada at like a young age but only stuck around korean people and only limited themselves to korean people it's like the the one issue with that is 
as a person who grew up in Canada, but as a Korean person and only stuck with Korean people in Korean society, they're at a disadvantage because they're, what is it? Jack of no trades, master of none, right? Like they're not perfect at Korean and they're not perfectly in sync with Korean culture, but they're also not perfectly in sync with, um, you know, Western culture and their English is not perfect either. So it's like, I think that really puts you at, at a disadvantage where you don't kind of embrace both sides because you're kind of left with nothing, you yeah. know? Like you're neither Korean nor Canadian at that yeah. point, right? Yeah. For me, my sister, fiance is Chinese, right? I mean, I see my sister's fiance interact mm-hmm. with my parents. It's kind of difficult because they don't communicate that well. So in my perspective, it's like, I asked my parents one time, I'm like, do you want my, you know, girlfriend, wife to be Korean? They're yeah. like, no, but it'd be nice if they spoke Korean. Right. So I'm like, oh my, I mean, that's pretty much saying they got to be Korean kind of thing. Unless mm. it's someone that's not Korean that speaks fluent Korean. Yeah. And I... But you hate that because you don't like Korean. <laughs> yeah. As per our last episode, yeah. if you want to hear more about that, please tune into episode two of Young and Finch podcast. Where we talk about dating and relationships. Yes, sir. And all that yes, good sir. stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so like when I see girls, first and foremost, I like meeting Korean girls because I just connect with them better. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like it's in the back of my head where I want them to be able to communicate with my parents. Of course. You know, easily, right? Yeah. Seeing my sister marry or fiance is chinese so it's lucky that i just align with what their preference is but like let's say if i was in brian's situation where i want to i want the option to not meet someone that's korean right then it's kind of it would be kind of stressful because my parents would want me to meet someone that's Korean, but it's yeah. like i don't have the option to no for sure limiting yourself yeah but yeah. for me i'm okay right personally i think it's just because it aligns choice. with what you right, are exactly. interested in anyways right but i get i get brian's point of view too for sure i think I'm on this, I'm actually kind of more on your parents' page where it's like, to me, and I think it's kind of like looking back now, it's like, I think growing up with Korean values is important. Like, I want my kids to grow up with Korean values. That being said, that doesn't mean I need to end up with a Korean person, but that means I need to be able to pass those values and those kinds of aspects of Korean culture down to them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. So back to what you were saying, like, yeah, maybe that just means meeting someone who's open-minded enough to kind of participate in those cultures, but doesn't have to be fluent in it, right? Like she can, I think, man, like what's those trending things on YouTube? It's like, you know, German girl and Korean boyfriend, yeah, you know, yeah, and like there's all those kind of clickbaity yeah. thumbnails, but that's kind of a thing now. It's like what it's like dating a Korean person as a non-Korean person or like, you know, kind of like those interracial relationships. Yeah, I mean, Korea's, I think pop, Korea's popping off these days. Yeah, I'm all for it. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, or like, like you said, like, or they speak Korean. Like, uh, have you seen that YouTube channel, Jolly? Yeah, it's like yeah. the British guy yeah, and the yeah, Korean yeah. girl. I was actually like, watching them today. Yeah, I love them. But yeah, super interesting. Do you guys say you guys have Korean pride? I would say so. Yeah. Like Definitely. you're proud to be Korean. Yeah. If you ask me, if you ask me like 15 years ago, I would say no. I would also say no too. But yeah. Now it's like, yeah, hundred percent. It's like it doesn't matter whether or not like you know I don't watch football like like yeah. European football, but if if Team Korea makes it to like the quarters of the semis, of course I'm gonna be rooting them, right? All right. So yeah. quick question: if you, if it was Canada versus Korea, who would you cheer for? I would choose Korea. I would choose Korea. Unfortunately, too. and as much yeah. as I love Canada, man, yeah. like yeah. I don't know. I feel like that really consider that that much. It's like, are you really proud to be Korean? 
because yeah i am korean i grew up in korea and, and things like that but living in canada more than half my life it's like what statement of being korean what does that really give you right it's like i'm, I'm still doing the same thing every day like it's i feel like it's just overrated in a way it's just a title for you like i'm definitely proud like but i don't know i don't think it goes much more than that yeah but it's it's yeah it's like it's the small things right like samsung releases a new phone and it yeah. pops off yeah. samsung's one I of the biggest pride yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. lg drops some yeah hyundai is like one of the cheaper yeah like, yeah the new genesis drops and it but like gets I, I, good reviews. I, yeah, I mean I, I understand what you guys are saying but i don't want to rely on what other people did to oh, make not, me to I'm make not me saying, feel yeah. good I'm not, about I'm not myself. saying we're yeah, relying on it. You know? Yeah, I, I'm saying it happened, and it's benefiting us, so I'm all for it. No, no, that's what I mean. I understand to your point, but I think it matters more about like what you do, what you do as a Korean person, as a Korean person, yeah. on, that's a, true on a too, day to yeah. day basis. Yeah. that matters more. I'm just happy to see my Korean brother shine. Yeah, exactly. Me too, man. Like Samsung, K-pop, bro. Those things are hot. It's right like now. a Korean yeah. player, a Korean uh, player on the Toronto Blue Jays. You yeah. know. Yeah. Yanjin. and then Son Heung-min yeah. on uh, Tottenham you know all yeah, those bro. things all big wins for Korea yeah bro yeah. for sure again I'm not a, not a soccer fan but you know gotta represent my Korean brothers yeah. alright so Korea versus Canada let's do a little quiz in your guys' perspective w- between the two where would you rather live if you had to live there for the rest of your life yeah so this is one of the negative things about Korean culture <laughs> so Korean is wait answer the question first well, I, I obviously live in Canada. Oh, very nice. Because I think all three of us. Yeah, Korea. I think everyone can attest. We grew to up that. here. That's the thing. Right. We don't really know. Korea is very stressful. It's they have still have a culture where we talked about before, where if the elder tells you something, you're accepted, and you're wrong no matter what kind of yeah. thing. Although they're kind of changing that, and the culture is kind of changing, but still, I think the majority is elders always right, you're always wrong kind of thing, and if you mess up. They're going to yell at you for it. They have very strict, you know, working policies, working hours. Yeah. They have this thing where you got to go drink and eat afterwards yeah. every night till like late in the na- night. Like where hishik? Hishik. Yeah, hishik. Hishik. yeah, yeah. But, and you don't have time for yourself, right? And you have to go. And you have to go. Like, Especially if your boss tells it's you like, to go. It's like not mandatory, but it's mandatory. Cause it's like not mandatory, you, but you have to. Yeah, because <laughs> they give you that vibe where yeah. if you don't go, they got talk shit about you yeah and fire you or whatever i heard some stories it's like yeah like they treat you yeah. they like isolate you in the office yeah, if you don't yeah. participate which is like it's very stressful it's, it's pressure you guys know those stories like you know how in canada here your work is from let's say nine to five yeah once it hits five right pack up your stuff and go yeah it's in korea it's a, if you go, go yeah. nine to five and hits five you look around you see what everyone else is doing yeah. you see what the boss is doing and if the boss is still working you're still working you're still working yeah yeah there's no clear work-life balance exactly and when the boss gets up and starts to leave that's when you can start packing your stuff that's one thing and obviously like the educational system yeah you know the one test that could determine your life yeah super pressuring yeah canada yeah you don't get in just wait a couple weeks and do it again you know like and the choice of like doing what you want to do yeah as opposed to like if you don't graduate and go to like a STEM based program or like a top like you're Seoul at, University yeah, you're done. or anything like that. You're done in life. They yeah. judge and they judge you for it. That's the thing. The societal pressure. Yeah, they I think judge you for is it, a huge which is aspect. really big. Yeah, yeah. And this ties along with all the external like the superficialness of Korea specifically. Yeah. Right? 
and it's actually th- th- I, have, I have a story where I went to Korea in 2018 after mm-hmm. I graduated and I told my family that obviously I, I got a job in New York and one of my cousins actually we went to an omakase in Korea my cousin was saying my little cousin is gonna work in New York he was, he was boosting me right oh yeah but I was just like to the restaurant to the to the restaurant oh so he's like yeah. touching me and he's like, like thank you do you know my cousin is going to New York yeah yeah, yeah. no actually I'm really? like yeah wow. so I, I was like is that really necessary, right? But you loved it. I mean, if and just like yeah, he's like yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna be like <laughs> give me that top. Yeah, top that's exactly what you would do. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I'm all for it. They're like boosting me, right? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, is that really necessary? True, yeah. To someone that I don't know, right? But like, I think just Korean society as a whole, they're trying to make themselves look good right. by making like it's boosting, like by highlighting other, yeah, those this, things. Like this is my family. Like yeah. this guy working in New York and he's hot shit, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously it felt good, but at the same time, it's like, is it really necessary? And going back to my point where Korea is super, super, like super superficial, mm-hmm. right? It's, they're all based on achievements, looks. Right. At the end, it's all pressure, right? Yeah. Like maybe there's people that don't want to be in STEM and they they want to be like an artist, but that's like looked down upon. Mm-hmm. And, and then I actually, future. there's there's a statistic where Korea is like number one in suicidal rates. Is it? It is. I know it was up there for a while yeah. but yeah, i don't know about now but when i read it it was like their number one because again it's it makes sense there's a lot of things imagine, right? a lot of imagine going to school from nine to five go to like post-school like academy like tutors until 10 o'clock yeah. every single day and everyone's doing that to get into one university yeah. imagine how much pressure that is that's yeah I the competition is crazy too right yeah. like the population density is yeah un- uncomparable with canada because canada it's like so big but korea is you got all that people in that small ass city yeah. competing for the three schools it's like yeah. bro like how are you going to compare compete against like thousands of other people right there's, there's more population in korea than canada yeah, yeah. and canada korea is the size of like, like lake bigger. ontario yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so again like going back to the question yeah Hot, super happy to be in canada yeah i wouldn't have it any other way yeah. i don't like i i imagine superficial culture anyways canada <laughs> imagine i i would i imagine if like my, my life would be if i lived in korea but at the same time i'm happy that i grew up in canada there's a lot there's, there's more korean girls there though oh that's true it's okay it's not life's not wow. all about girls oh. let's get it <laughs> I, I like like Brian said. I think we'd all choose Canada, but yeah. why would you choose Canada? Well, I think number one, I don't know to the full extent what Korea is like. True. So it's like really hard to like. Yeah. Just give you a straight. Or Korean girls. Yeah, it's okay. I'm 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 okay with that. I don't know. I I kind of like my life growing up here. Like I can't imagine going to school, going to like tutors every day, just to compete for one university and. Oh, one thing that I am curious about living in Korea is what it would be like to live with other people that are like you. Yeah. Like in terms of culture and like the way they think, you know, the place that we have around here where there's a lot of Koreans, Mm -hmm. you just feel more. You mean Young and Finch? Young and Finch, (laughs) yeah. So it's like, it'd be nice. Like when I went to Korea to like hang out with Andrew, like it was just chills and comfortable just being around with your people, you know? So I think it'd be interesting to just be permanently be in that environment yeah. so i guess there's there's both you know benefits and you know negatives yeah to every situation yeah but at the end of the day i gotta i gotta go with yeah, canada. canada with uh sure. the great white north the one thing i would say about canada is i actually like how big the country is 
yeah. I love that it feels expansive, right? Like even Ontario is, it feels big, you know, and you yeah. have to drive to get to places. I kind of like that. I don't like the congestion. Yeah. I don't like the density, you know, yeah. it's, it's a lot and it's stressful. Yeah. Big facts. Got it. I got another question in terms of the drinking culture, which suits you better Canadian drinking culture versus Korean drinking culture. Cause it's very different. Like Korean drinking culture, you sit down at a table, mm-hmm. you just order a shit ton of soju and beer and you just drink, yeah. you drink and talk, you drink and talk for hours. Yeah. But Canadian, you go to a bar, you grab a couple beers, you walk yeah. around, you talk to people. It's yeah. very active and, and, you know, people are moving and stuff like that. Right? <sighs> I think it's it's case by case because if I'm catching up with friends. Yeah, you got to pick Korean. one, bro. But if I'm trying to meet new people, yeah. it's, it's I think it's different yeah. scenarios. Um, But if I had to choose one, I would choose Korean. How about you? How about you guys? I would choose Canadian drinking culture. I love bars. Like, yeah. I like Canadian bars. And I like, it's chill. You know, you grab a table, you just sit down and talk and you just drink, right? Or you go around and you end up meeting yeah. people. And I think it's very, it's very open. It's very intermingled, which again, you can't really do now because of COVID. But yeah. I like that it's it's a very community. You go to a bar and you feel like there's, a, you feel like you're a part of a bigger thing. Korean, you go to a Korean bar, you sit, you walk in and you see a bunch of different groups sitting down at different tables. And it's very like, you just do your own thing, which I like. But yeah. I think if I had to choose... Yeah, me too. I, I, I think I, I like Western drinking culture. Me too. Before we close out, if we could provide anything that might help someone who's kind of going through these kinds of I think identity crisis, right. you know, internal conflicts, yeah, what would that, you say to them? To that point, I think it's different now than what we grew up with i sound like a boomer, boomer but boomer i think just accept who you are what you what you grew up with your culture even if you live in a society in an environment where it's more you know not non-korean dominated i think still you should just be accept who you are and just be proud but at the same time don't be ashamed of who you are and don't worry because you'll learn from all the hardships mm-hmm. it'll make you a better person so I think that's one thing I would say. Word, word. What about you, Brian? I think I would advise them to just be open to anything. Don't try to limit yourself to one category. I think it's, you know, for me, I am I think knowing both culture has been beneficial for me. I know it, it, that might sound hard when you're young and uh, you want to fit into a certain category, but I think in the long run, I think being open to many different ideas and perspectives is going to, is going to help you out in the long run. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I would say, yeah, like being open-minded, experiencing different cultures, different people groups, you know, meeting different people, like that's all that can only be an asset in your life. Mm -hmm. So as someone, as a Korean person growing up in Canada, I would say take advantage of that. You're never going to lose your Korean connection so long as you have, you know, Korean family, Korean friends, like you're always going to have that. So don't be scared to branch out and to, you know, really experience different cultures. <clears throat> and on that note, I think that wraps it up. If you guys enjoyed this one, you guys know what to do. Don't forget to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on our social medias. We have Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed and we'll see you next week. We'll, we'll see, see you next week, week, Brian. We'll see you next, next week on Josh. 
We'll see you next week, Josh. And we'll see you guys next time. Hey, Andrew uh, and Brian, I guess I'll see you guys next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week, guys. All right, right. stay Uh, safe. All right, peace out. I also miss the the cheapness of everything. Everything's so cheap. It's because you're a cheap guy. Cheap, cheap. Mm, <laughs> bye boy. <laughs> Have you heard of uh, Dollarama? Sorry. Oh, I love it. That's my favorite store. <laughs> <laughs>